Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Sal Capaccio. Filling up right behind the Bills bench right now with their flags and their hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Let's go Buffalo Chant. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Sal Capaccio joining us on the Western Hotline as we... Go through yesterday's injury report and chat Bills Chiefs with you, 803-0550. It's Jeremy and Joe, and Sal joins us. Sal, how much snow overnight here in North Buffalo? That band never came back. Like a like a musical act that skips Buffalo altogether, uh, never a trace here in North Buffalo of the return of that band. Pretty much the same, and I mean, I'm not too far from you, right? We actually yeah. drove up towards your way. We would have been near you. Uh, got a little kind of stir crazy yesterday, you know, kids been home all week, right? Without, without, uh, school. I've been working remote here. My wife's been working remote. So I said, Hey, let's, you know, see, we actually went out to go do a little shopping up in that area last night. <laughs> Excuse me. And I said, let's, um, let's grab a bite to eat. But on the way there was not a lot of restaurants open, right? Yeah. We found one. It was good. So yeah, we were out there and, uh, I said the same thing. I said, really, it's not that bad. It's, you know, you got to go a little slow. You got to be cautious, but wasn't that bad here or where you are. And of course, there wasn't a ban here. And this morning, if you saw, the ban was lifted south of Broadway, which includes yep. Key Bank Center. So as of 8 a.m. this morning, downtown where Key Bank Center is located, there's no travel ban. So hopefully that, you know, clears the way for the uh, Sabres game tonight. Yep. And we, we know how this works. Those of us, you know, if we, if we live around here, we had to explain this to Pittsburgh fans last week. Sometimes there's six inches yeah. in one part and 65 in another part. And once again, Southtown's right. West Seneca got, I think, 65 inches since Saturday. So it's been uh, it's been a week. And there's actually more snow supposed to be coming. Like a, not, not a localized lake effect event, but a little bit of, of a system coming through. So hopefully everyone can, uh, can deal with that as best they can. All right, Sal. So it's Thursday. We're closer. And I think... A lot of Bills fans were fearing the very worst and the injury report overall. I mean, like Evan said in the update, it's long, but there are small pieces of good news mixed in with a lot of guys that didn't practice. 100%. It's very long. It's There's eight players who did not practice yesterday. Now, let's remember, yesterday was a walkthrough, a normal Wednesday walkthrough this time of year. It's an estimated injury report, meaning if they'd had a full practice, here's where everybody would have landed. Um, so, Eight players, two of them were just veteran rest. That's Leonard Floyd and Von Miller. So six players due to injury on the injury report. Uh, you have your four yesterday. You were four who did not play in the game on Monday would be uh, Gabe Davis, 
and Taylor Rapp. Out of those four, two of them, those two guys, did not practice. However, two guys who didn't play on Monday, Rasul Douglas and Tyrell Dodson, were both limited, which is really good, obviously. Uh, But add into the guys who got hurt in Monday's game. Christian Benford, uh, let me go down the list here. Um, Sam Martin, of course, we can get to him in the punter situation in a minute here. Bale Inspector, none of them uh, practiced. And then you have Terrell Bernard. Obviously, it looked really bad, right? Getting carted off. Sean McDermott said, when asked if there's any hope he could play, because Sean put everybody in a day-to-day kind of category, he said there is hope. He said he was in meetings yesterday morning. Now, I don't know how much hope, guys, right? Is that just a candle flickering off there over there in the wind a little bit? Is there a little bit of hope? Or you know what? You know, we're feeling okay here. I don't know. And that, that's to be determined. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't practice all week and then we find out, you know, maybe Sunday if he's activated or not activated for the game or, you know, game active or inactive. Not really sure. But for Sean to say there's hope, I think is pretty incredible anyway um, for Terrell Bernard. But he basically said on all of these guys that they're just going to take it day by day, see where the week leads. And on Bernard, he said he's still not sure what his week looks like. Mm. That could also, right, be said, like if the guy, even if he thought there was a very low chance. What's the benefit of letting the Chiefs know that? Right, right, and hundred percent right. I agree. Yeah, and and on that, if if he if he were to not play, do we know? Like it was AJ Klein on Sunday, Dodson back in. I know he did a lot of Mike stuff at Mike linebacker stuff at training camp. Would it automatically be Klein again? Could it be Dodson? Like, do you have a guess of what they would do if Bernard well, isn't out there? Let's remember. Um, well, you're right. For Bernard's spot. It was, but you got to remember with the with Balen Specter playing his way as well for Dodson, right? Right. All these guys, a lot of these guys can play both positions. Um, and yes, Joe, I think to answer your question, I I think that you know Tyrell Dodson can play Mike. I just don't know if they would say let's do that instead of putting him back at will because what if Balen Specter's healthy? Because then you might you know you could have a couple combinations here. You could say Dodson goes to Mike and calls the signals. Balen Specter plays will or. Dodson stays at will. AJ Klein goes back to Mike and calls the signals. I think there's a lot of combinations. This might, if Bernard can't go, you may have to just determine what Bale Inspector, mm-hmm. his availability is before you go down that road of which guy plays which spot. This is very tricky, obviously, for the whole thing. They'll have a plan, but it could be fluid as the week goes on. Sal Capaccio on the Western Hotline. As I'm looking at the Chiefs injury report, because, of course, there's two teams mm. here, there's his lengthy two but fewer guys that did not practice. But limited. I've only got th- one. Yeah, well, only one. I've got three guys limited. Sky Moore, Kadarius, Tony, Justin Ross, uh, three receivers. Legereus Sneed limited as well. So, you know, those are some, some contributors that were limited, not to say they're going to miss the game. The Chiefs look a little healthier than the Bills. So I want to ask about the, the, you know, like the tone, the vibe. When you get to this time of the year, one of the things you'll hear like about the Lions is, well, uh, Lions and Bucks. You can play like there's nothing to lose. The, you know, the, the Lions are new to the playoffs. The Bucks are nobody believes in them. Bills Chiefs carries all the weight. I mean, I, I think it's almost impossible for either team to act like it doesn't matter because they've met in the playoffs before and the regular season, and it's one of the marquee matchups in the league. So how do the Bills seem to be feeling about this or, or approaching this when it's going to happen again and it's finally going to happen at home? Yeah, listen, I, I think that this is what the Bills have been working for for four years, Jeremy. I mean, you go back to the COVID year where the Bills went to the Chiefs and lost in the AFC Championship game. And I don't know if you guys remember this. I remember Brandon Bean after that game, when he met with the media for his post-game, postseason, 
press conference, Brandon Bean said his exit interview message to the players was, we got, we're going to get this game at home. We got to get this game at home. Like, that's our next step. Get this game at home. Now, obviously, I think he meant big picture, get the AFC Championship game at home. Get the one seed. That's what they meant. <coughs> Since then, the league changed its rules anyway, and the two seed now plays, but that was important. But I also think it meant get these guys, get the Chiefs at home, right? Because then the following year, or, you know, they basically go to Kansas City. We know what happens with 13 seconds left, all of that. That's been, I think, their goal here for four years, to get, obviously, all of your playoff games at home. One seed, now two seed. You never know what happens after this week if they can win. But to me, it's also, over the last few years, getting the Kansas City Chiefs here. They've had to go there so many times, regular season because of the schedule rotation, but then in the playoffs. So, vibe, yes. I think that is this. We got these guys here now. Bills Mafia, loud. It's going to be challenging on them on offense. It'll be a little bit easier for us on offense to get our communication in. And trust me when I tell you, that matters. I've been to Arrowhead many, many times over the last several years. It is a big deal when Josh Allen is in a run call and he runs to check to a pass. He's in a pass call in the shotgun. He wants to check to a run. It's hard. It's hard to get that communication. You know what else is hard? Getting the signals in. Just putting your helmet up, to your hands up to your ears to hear it in the helmet. And then what happens? You get out of the huddle late. You get out of the huddle late, you have no time to make a check. And then the defense can tee off because they know that the play clock's running down. Think of all these little things that matter when you're on the road versus at home. And now you get Patrick Mahomes and that offense in this environment. And they're great. We know it. Like, yep, Andy Reid's an incredible coach. All that is right. Um, and they're healthy. Going back to what you just said, I mean, I had Josh Klingler on yesterday in the Extra Point Show, a, a sideline reporter for the Chiefs. I asked him, like, Chiefs health situation. What he said, they're as healthy as they've been all year. He basically said, yeah, everybody's healthy. Now, granted, you do have one guy who didn't practice, but it looks like their tackles are getting healthier. They've had some issues there. So this is going to be a challenge. You want to talk about vibes, though? I think the vibe is, hey, we, we got this game and this team where we've been working to get this. So now, now we have to go out and take care of business to make this happen. One position we don't think about a lot with these two teams, punter. So what is the latest on, on punter and Sam Martin, who – um, of course, got injured on that blocked field goal. So the Bills signed Matt Hawk to the practice squad. Um, he returns. Obviously, they released Leonard Fournette the other day. Now, I think there might be more to Leonard Fournette getting released, you know, b- based on how Sean, you know, talked about it and said he didn't want to get into it and there was nothing with conduct or all that. It, it could be as simple as, you know, maybe Leonard just felt that, hey, my, my time here has been on the practice squad and I want to play. I don't know that. I'm just saying the reason why I'm bringing it up is, it also, though, had they had to open the door in some way for another veteran because you can only you can only have ten guys in the practice squad with more than two years' experience. Matt Hawk satisfies that. Matt Hawk now in the building. Let's remember the Bills' very important piece of this is the holder, right? The yeah. punter is also the holder, so they can't just go out and get anybody who's never done it. Matt Hawk has experience; he's been here since uh, in 2021. He was here with the Bills. Does that mean that Sam Martin can't play? No, it doesn't. Sam Martin, I'm sure, is gonna they're gonna work their tails off to try and see if he can be ready on Sunday. And if he can play, that's great. Now, if he can't, guys, they're they're looking at a really tough situation as far as numbers, because then you'd have to elevate Matt Hawk from the practice squad. You only get two elevations. Well. If Gabe Davis can't go, which we don't know, you got to elevate another receiver. You can't go, like we said last week, you can't go into a game of four healthy wide receivers. You just can't. Um, if one turns an ankle, you, you'll be left with three. So it's just not an option. What about linebacker? What if Terrell Bernard can't go? You just bred up A.J. Klein. You got to elevate A.J. Klein. He's got to play. I mean, and short of making a roster move of somebody else and literally releasing them, which you could do and sign somebody, 
they don't want to do that. I mean, these are guys on their team, and they're going to have to make these decisions. Yeah, It's a tough situation. So that's going to be something to really monitor this week as we go forward about where Sam Martin is, if he's able to play. Matt Hawk provides insurance. He provides them an opportunity to practice and get reps and all that. And if he can't, if if Sam Martin can't go, at least you have a guy who's been there. He's been in the building. He's going to work with them this week. But it really, really creates a crunch as far as the numbers and the positions when it comes to elevations. Quick, quick follow up on that. Could they, if they, I don't know that we're going to get this this point with Sam Martin, but if they thought he can't play Sunday and we might not even know about the future, they could just put him on IR, couldn't they? And then open up that roster spot. Yes, and then he's done for the year. Okay, and like so, so, so. Right. I mean, look, yes, you could do that, Joe. But if they felt that you know he's he's a week away, yeah, and they did that and they advanced, he would not be available for the AFC Championship game or the Super Bowl if they got that far. Same thing if the other thing you could people have brought up and asked me like, what about releasing him and then just signing him back? Well, you can't release an injured player. So I mean, that's just All the right. rule. He's injured. You'd have to come up with an injury settlement. And an injury settlement entails literally the rule is you cannot resign the player for three weeks plus whatever the settlement is. So that would rule him out coming back as well. Let's get some phone calls in with Sal. 8030550 is the number. Richard in Old Forge. What's up, Richard? Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, you know, I know this is a big, sexy matchup between uh, Josh Allen and, and uh, Patrick Mahomes, but what are some of the other non uh Non-quarterback positions that we're watching, there's a lot of interesting dead out there with like Ed Oliver on our defensive end when he's on the field. We're a top unit when he's taking a break. We're in the mid-20s. You've got a banged-up secondary versus a, a bunch of Kansas City receivers that are 8% drops, which is statistically very high for the NFL. Like, What are, what are we watching to, that's going to determine this game that's not quarterback? Thanks, Richard. Well, Tell for me, ask- it's um... – go ahead. Uh, uh, go ahead for what for you what it is because I'll, I'll have one afterwards. I mean, I think Chris Jones is a game wrecker, right? I mean, yeah. like that's a guy that the Bills have had a lot of problems with over the years. Chris Jones, the defensive interior of the Chiefs, defensive tackle. But guys, like Chiefs run defense has not been great this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been nope. really good at times, but their they they their numbers are not. Like, they've been a little leaky, right? I think that if the Bills can and they would probably love to do this because they'd love to be balanced here the bills can control the game you don't have to be great and run for 200 yards you can control the game a little bit on the ground and give yourself short yardage third downs and then they have to creep up a little bit now you get maybe a couple shots like last week that's what happened they started controlling the game on the ground early josh allen's four for four in the first drive short passes once that started happening you creep up now you get a couple shots downfield now you get you know dalton kincaid you had stefan Diggs, right just a little bit off on that one but that's what I think. To me, I'm watching. Like if, if, if that's the spot, and if the if the Bills can maybe control a little bit of the game on the ground. The thing I'm looking at, Sal, is the Bills' defensive line against this Chiefs' offensive line. Dan Orlovsky, one of the things he mentioned as a key to this game with One Bills Live was at home. You know, all the communication stuff. If they can't check yep. stuff, if the timing of the ends gets better you kind of get a little bit of a jump on these tackles. And their tackles are not as good as they've been in years past, one of the reasons they've struggled. So, you know, whether that's Epinesa, Leonard Floyd, like what, whatever. On the defensive line, and, and Ed Oliver's a good example here, like what, what's happened with Ed Oliver, because I saw the numbers yesterday too. When Ed Oliver's on the field, the defense is great. When he's off the field, not so much. So I, I like the Bills' defensive line here against this Chiefs' offensive line, hopefully uh, winning their their matchup. Well, that is true. I mean, you know, I mean, 
in the communication, as I talked about earlier, and what Dan Orlovsky said is right. You can't have that Alvar play 100% snaps, right? So right, you got to right. be able to make sure, you know, you know what, what's happening there when he's not on the field that you're buttoned up. But I would also say, even in that situation, you know, if the Chiefs are going to, okay, we're on the road, we got to get rid of the ball quick, communication, you know, then Russell Douglas comes into play, right? Because this yeah. is a guy that he could be a ball hawk. And if you're going to get rid of the ball quick, he's going to try and jump a couple routes here or there. So hopefully he can be healthy. Um, they have one receiver who has really stepped up, Rashi Rice. I wonder how the Bills defend him. I wonder if they I don't they don't really travel with Russell Douglas, mm-hmm. but I and I don't know if Rashi Rice would even rise to that level, you know, as far as that type of receiver, but he's been their go to guy and he's done a good job. Yeah. You know, you gotta force them to go to other people. And look, I I know that Travis Kelsey hasn't had the best year for Travis Kelsey. But man, if guys, if the Bills are that banged up, the, the one guy we didn't talk about, I'm sorry, I should have brought him up earlier. Really good news, Taron Johnson was limited yesterday. He's in concussion protocol. But he was limited. And, you know, when you're limited after being in concussion protocol, that's a great sign that maybe you're going to protocol. If he was not a non-participant yesterday, we'd be really keeping our eye on, on that. I'm encouraged by that. And I, it's only six days. But let's remember, last week, it was um, Ty Johnson. He cleared in five days. He, had a concu- he was in concussion protocol Sunday night after the Dolphins game. And then he was cleared by Friday. So I think that's encouraging. The reason I bring it up. Look, I mean, they have to defend Travis Kelsey here in the middle of the field. And if you have to go into a game without Terrell Bernard and your linebackers are Klein and Dodson, I think the Chiefs will absolutely target the second level of the Bills with not only Travis Kelsey, but Jarek McKinnon and those guys who come out of the backfield. McKinnon, I think, is on IR, but the, uh, Edward Tolaire, they've been using for that. I think yeah, that's yeah, definitely yeah. right. Thank you. Thank and, you. And, on Rice, and even Pacheco, right? I mean, they'll, they'll, yeah. they'll use, they'll throw screens, they'll go to the second level, they'll, they'll try to. You know, take advantage of that if that's the case. Yeah, and on Rice, real quick, Sal, like in terms of him becoming a go-to guy, he has in the last his last seven games. I'm trying to find like where this would rank in the league since week 12. He's 67 targets. Like he he is getting 10 targets a game. He's leading them in receiving yards almost every week. And you mentioned like I don't know if they'll they'll travel Douglas with him. Because I'm mm-hmm. looking at like where he plays, and it's about half and half. He plays in the slot. He plays outside. And, man, looking at how much he really does play in the slot. He, he's really sell doing all the stuff that I think they thought they were getting when they traded for Kadarius Toney and then realized they can't trust that guy. Meanwhile, this rookie's come in. And, yeah, he's not like you know the best receiver in the league, but he's, he's pretty dangerous with the ball in his hands. And that is something that in these past meetings with the Chiefs, whether it's not even just Tyreek Hill, McCole Hardman too, like yards after catch has been a thing that the Chiefs have burned the Bills on. Yeah, we talked a lot about tackling against the Steelers, but it was in the run game, right? You got to tackle Najee Harris. You got to tackle Jalen Warren. Mm-hmm. In this case, you got to tackle the wide receivers. Tackling is going to be a big issue. Um, you know, you have to make sure you make those tackles. Don't give them those yards after catch. And again, I'm going to say that the Chiefs, Andy Reid, they'll love their screen passes. They'll throw screens. You better tackle on those screen passes because those can turn into big plays. And early on, that's what the Steelers did on one play early in the game. Uh, I think it was maybe their second drive. They got a nice big play on their screen to uh, Nashi Harris, I think it was. So those are areas where the Bills will have to be you know, good in this game. So, yeah, it should be a, should be a fun matchup. And, um, you know, we all, we all know what has happened in the past here. And I... I don't know. I, I think about the fact that, you know, the Chiefs are kind of a, they're a made team, right? They're ready. We, we know Mahomes and Reed, they have Lombardis. And, you know, if the Chiefs come to Buffalo and lose, you, you don't, they don't go home with so many question marks and what's going to happen. You know, this game for the Bills is different. 
I mean, they, they, they have this team now, like I said, where they've wanted to have them. They haven't been able to get over this team. I, I think there's, you know, there's legacies kind of on the line here, which is, you know, Josh Allen and an ability to beat Patrick Mahomes and walk off the field victorious and uh, Sean McDermott, of course, and, you know, the things that have happened in the past in the playoffs to this team. So I think a lot of those storylines are going to be really front and center on, on Sunday night. Sal, I know you talked with Patrick Hammer yesterday. We've had a lot of storm systems and lake effects and all this. Sunday looks pretty clear still. Did we lose Sal? Sal, we got you? We lost him. Hmm. The weather came in. <laughs> all right. Right. I think Sunday looks pretty clear. Like, it's supposed to snow yeah. all through Saturday. Um, and maybe a little warmer. Like, again, yeah. not, like not talking toasty or anything, but like in the 20s, maybe I think I saw. Yeah. All right. Sal's coming up later today, Extra Point Show, blah, 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 all that good stuff. So we lost Sal. We'll say thank you to Sal and uh, get a break in. I've got a stat of the day for you on the Chiefs. Um, how scared of it you want to be, you you decide, Joe. I'll leave that to you. Okay. If you're on hold, 803-0550. We'll get right back to your phone calls. Open segment when we return. Our thanks to Sal. It is uh, Thursday, a snowy Thursday. There are a lot of snowy days these days as we count down towards Bill's Chiefs. Jeremy and Joe here on WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.